Welcome to the Core Women Podcast, the place for women entrepreneurs, authors, and self-starters looking to build community and gain valuable insights through expert interviews with women at the top of their game. Join your host, podcaster, producer, expert coach, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Summer Watson, as she aims to inspire and empower you through these candid conversations. Lean in and embrace the journey. It's time to start the show. Here's your host, Dr. Summer Watson. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Suzanne Simonetti, who grew up in the New York suburbs, earned her BS in marketing. She spent several years writing press releases and finally left her corporate job to pursue her dream and passion of writing fiction. She lives on Cape May Harbor with her husband, where she loves to paddleboard do yoga, and talk to the dolphins. In May, she released her new book, The Sound of Wings. We have so much to talk about, Suzanne, so let's jump right into this and welcome. Thank you so much, Summer. It's so much fun to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. Well, it's such a pleasure to have you. So let's talk a bit about your history of what it was like growing up in the suburbs of New York and some of the experiences that supported the development of your skills, dreams, and goals. Sure. Well, I did grow up in the New York suburbs, as you mentioned, and um, it was still in the days when kids ran outside and got to play outside. So right. there were no computers. We weren't tied to electronics. I was the kid who would come in the house and drop my book bag off and go running right back out the door. I was also the kid who spent a lot of time staring out the window in class. So I wasn't um, paying attention to the teacher often. I was a <laughs> bit of a daydreamer. And I really feel that that has, has served me well in my writing because I, I do have a broad imagination and um, it's only gotten bigger as I've gotten older. Oh, that is awesome. Now, growing up in the suburbs of New York, did you ever take trips to the city? And how did that really drive your focus in relation to writing, writing press releases, being a writer? We did take trips to the city. My father, back in the 80s, uh, worked at the World Trade Center, believe it or not. Yeah, he was a banker. So we did all of the touristy things. We did the uh, Statue of Liberty and the Empire State Building and all those really fun things. So I, from a young age, got to see the entire island of Manhattan, and we went quite often. Um, The press releases I wrote for um, companies that I was working for, Benjamin Moore Paint Company I Mm. worked for. And I was also working for a small family run business, but this is after college. And that was also in the suburbs of New York. Um, So I wasn't ever actually working in Manhattan, but I did get to, um, you know, be writing, which I, uh, I was, it was fun writing the press releases because again, I had to draw on that imagination. Right. It's almost like a little jingle. It's like you have to draw on that imagination and you have to pull from somewhere to be able to write those and be creative. Correct. That's right. And sometimes you're also sort of showing the audience a different way of looking at things. Right. So it's wonderful to be able to use your mind in that capacity and and, um, provide that for somebody that said, oh, wow, I wouldn't have seen it that way. But yeah, she's describing it in a way I, I wouldn't have looked at it that way. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes, you know, even as a business owner, we need to get the perception and objective idea or understanding from other people. So we say, Hey, what are are your thoughts about, you know, this copy or what are your thoughts about this graphic or what are your thoughts about this title? Because we need that objectivity, right? So 
That's right. And it's always pays to have more than I more than one sets of eyes on things. Even when I was in the marketing department post-college, we would ask the people who were the administrative assistants for their opinion. And they would say, oh, I don't know. And I'd say, no, but you have an opinion. And it, it pays to get the whole team involved. It really Absolutely. does. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you started your professional journey writing press releases and what a skill. I think that's such a skill. How cool is that? What was that like for you? How did that feel? How did you make the transition over to nonfiction writer? It wasn't until I had ended up leaving my corporate job and I was running, my husband owns a small family run business that he started. And I was sort of became my own little marketing department and put to use those skills for him. And I was always an ever reader. And then I decided to draw on my imagination. And I had that little voice that sometimes goes off in our lives that said, hey, you know what? You can take a a shot at this and start writing. And that was when I started crafting fiction for myself. Okay. 10 years ago. Yeah, about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Okay. So did you have a strategy when you jumped in from corporate job into full-time writer? I didn't know because as I said, I had that job. I was working for my husband. So I still was going to an office and I still had, which was good, felt good because I did appreciate having the structure. And, but I, at the end of the day, I I got home and I was able to uh, create in the kitchen. And then I started dabbling in crafting scenes and I did not have a structure. I was just doing sort of a creative dump onto the page and painting characters So that is how it began. It wasn't until I really felt that I had something that I knew I needed to sort of uh, get serious, find a mentor and um, a schedule. (laughs) Well, I like that, Suzanne, because a lot of people kind of get in the way of their own productivity, their own process, or even pursuing a dream because they think, gosh, there's gotta be an exact strategy or this has gotta be a perfect time or this has got to be A, B, and C, right? Yet you just jumped in. And like you said, you started page jumping, you started writing and just doing things that came to mind and writing it down. And then when you found that you could put it together, that was when you jumped all in. That's right. And I really felt like I was coming to life. You know, it was like, sometimes when you're involved in something that is speaking to you, everything else in the room fades away and you're not thinking of anything else. So when I was writing those scenes and those characters, the very, when I first began, I was just loving the process. And I wasn't thinking, oh, is this good enough? Is anyone going to like it? Because that wasn't important to me at the the time. I was just enjoying what I was doing. And I think that sometimes we stop ourselves and we shouldn't. Right. Absolutely. We're the ones who, in most cases, get in the way of our own production, get in the way of our own process, get in the way of achieving our own dreams. So your new book, The Sound of Wings was recently released. Can you talk a bit about the premise of the book and why the name The Sound of Wings? I love these questions. (laughs) There are really technically three main characters in the story. Goldie Sparrows, Jocelyn Anderson, and Crystal Axelrod, they're all women, and they're different ages, and so they're facing different life circumstances because they're at different stages of their life, and one, uh, Goldie is a potter, Jocelyn is a writer, and Crystal is sort of floundering. She's married this wonderful man who's supportive emotionally and financially, but she doesn't feel whole inside. So I wanted to take Crystal on a bit of a journey and eventually the three women will make their way to one another and they form an unlikely friendship 
including a business venture. I don't want to give too much oh, away. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, the sound of wings. Yes. So the working, sound of wings. Isn't that just lyrical? Yes. The, the working title for this book was the butterfly garden. And my publisher asked me to change the name because there's another book on the market, very popular book. So we did that. I, I asked a friend, Patty Davis, who is a fellow writer and author, and she had read my manuscript and provided me a blurb. And she said, let me think about it. I'm good at this. And the next day she sent me uh, the sound of wings and it can speak to so many things, Summer. If you look at the cover of the book, the monarch is represented. So certainly there's an aspect of the butterfly, which represents transformation yeah. and all those good things. But it also, uh, one of the characters serves as a bit of an angel in the story. And so when you really think about the definition of the sound of wings, it's mm. silence. And we don't really know what she's done for this other character till we get to the end of the story. Oh, I love that. That is fantastic. It was fun to write. I have to say it was really fun to write. Oh my goodness. That just makes it all the much more exciting. <laughs> and you want to pick up the book and go, Ooh, you never think about wings, butterfly wings and right. silence. Right. Wow. Angel wings, like angel, angel wings. wings That's right? right. That's right. Wow. Ooh, that piques my interest. Wonderful. Interesting. So what was the inspiration for this book? Well, I'll go, I'm going to go back to Crystal, because like I said, I wanted to take her on a journey. You know, she's this beautiful woman. She's blonde and buxom and, and you know, outward appearances don't always tell the whole story. And inside, she doesn't feel, let's say, as beautiful as she looks. In fact, I gave her the name Crystal because I see her as precious and wonderful and, and special. And so I knew that she needed to find her own happiness and her own self-worth because these are not things that people can give to us, whether they're friends or our moms or even husbands or partners. Um, and she eventually releases all the negativity and darkness that she lived through as a child in her past. And she comes into her own and she's in her mid forties. So it's, you know, it's not as if she's a young woman and I'm, so she goes through a bit of a transformation. All three yeah. of the women really do. Yeah. Right. I love how the story revolves around these three women. Yes. I love the symbolism here of the name Crystal and the transparency of that name as well. And what, how that's going to develop and also of the title. So yes. there's many levels here of storytelling of value of people understanding their own value. And then also where you're going with this in regards to these three women coming together, learning from each other and what that's going to look like, what metamorphosis, right? That Correct. growth process. Yes. Yeah. You, you know it well, so <laughs> that's exactly right. Yes. So that metamorphosis is going to be rather interesting. And I just know this book with what you've said already is just going to be so interesting and so inspirational. My final question for you is if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? It's going to be simple. Find your tribe. And by that, I mean, people, there are always going to be people who are willing to help. And they're not necessarily your friends from high school or people you grew up with. 
sometimes they're younger than you, they could be older than you, but there are going to be people who want to be in your corner and want to help you. Find your tribe, keep your mind open, and be open for those opportunities because they're always around. Well, I want to thank you, Suzanne, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, Summer. Absolutely. You can connect with Suzanne Simonetti by following her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and by going to SuzanneSimonetti.com. And you can find her book, The Sound of Wings, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other retailers. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women Podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit corewomen.com. Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great! Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love, and Money Collective, a core women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. Connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at thelifeloveandmoney.com.